welcome to the Trojan Talk Podcast. I am Adam Maya, and uh, I hope you all had a great 4th of July weekend. I took it in with my wife and kids, which was memorable because it was the very first for our baby girl, who had no idea what was going on. But really, for my son, who was looking forward to it, I... I don't even think he knew what was going on himself in the previous years, but in the lead up to this 4th of July, he couldn't stop talking about fireworks, and that was just kind of a magical time to to experience that with him and to see uh, his exuberance around that holiday. So we had a pretty good time, and we almost even got a photo with the four of us looking at the camera, which uh, I, I don't know that we've really accomplished yet as a, a unit, but we'll get there. Uh, but uh, you're not here for that, right? You're here to talk uh, USC, uh, and I'm going to do that with safety Kalanoa Hufunga, one of my favorite players to talk to and to watch play football. I think this kid's a future star. And uh, we had a really cool conversation about where he came from and uh, his first year at USC and what's next. Before we get into that, though, I must plug the promo. This one is a special one. You might have heard about it. If you're not subscribed, go to trojansports.com right now. I want you to pause the podcast and go to the site and sign up right now for free. No money down. We're offering unlimited access to the entire site at no cost through the end of August. All you have to do is sign up. And when that trial is done... If you choose to sign up for a monthly subscription, Rivals will give you another month for free. And if you want to save some money and sign up for a full year, Rivals will throw in a half year for free. Six months, no cost. I personally can't believe we're doing this deal. It's, I think, a little too good. I just haven't heard of such a promo, but we've been steadily growing our community at Trojan Sports and ultimately want everyone to join the party. So please go to Trojan Sports right now if you're not a member and sign up. You won't regret it because, as I mentioned, you don't have to pay a penny through August. Just enjoy the site and decide from there. And with that, I now present the Kalanoa Hufunga interview. Okay, I am here with Talanoa Hufunga, USC Safety. Talanoa, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I can't complain. Have you ever done a podcast before? Not to my regulation. Uh, just radio interviews, but not, yeah. I don't think I've done, done a podcast before. This is another level. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> are you familiar with podcasts? Not too, uh, not too much. Not too much. Okay, after the show, I'm going to show you how to find the show that we're going to record. You, you'll want to hear it. All right. <laughs> I know a lot of people want to hear it. They, they want to hear from you. Uh, we're in the middle of summer right now. It's mm-hmm. Monday, July 8th. And uh, you just mentioned that you were coming from school. Mm-hmm. You got tutoring later. I'm sure you're working out. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are things going for you right now? Things are going well. So, you know, coming battling from injury, coming back. Uh, just kind of, it's, it's a grind. Definitely just trying to buy in and 
make sure I'm on top of my things, whether it's from eating right to being on time to class, make sure I hit all my tutoring appointments and make sure I'm just doing my things, just the little things to make sure the big things are kind of where they need to be. So, Because you came last spring uh, mm-hmm. 2018, mm-hmm. you've been here over a year, I guess you kind of feel like a veteran, like, it's not so new to you, to, mm-hmm. you know, you're not even completing your first year, you're already in the middle of year two now. Uh, year two, yeah, year two is going well so far. Uh, you know, it's tough to see myself as a veteran just because I'm so young still. I'm not even 20, so yeah. to consider that is, is definitely different. I'm trying to just be a leader on the team and kind of just understand my role uh, wherever the coaches need me. Uh, I'm a guy that just likes to, to work hard, keep my head down, and, you know, let guys lead, uh, use me as an example if they had to. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I learn from all different types of guys, from older guys to younger guys. Uh, I, I'm, a, I'm learning 24-7. And for me, just to keep my eyes open and just to see what, what, what things are happening around me, uh, I just love that kind of stuff. So, I want to talk about your origin story a little bit, uh, particularly with USC. Uh, I was told some time ago that, I believe, did you email USC uh, in, in, at the beginning of your recruitment? kind of showing them, like, hey, I'm, I'm out here, I'm over here, I'm in Corvallis. <laughs> uh, there, there are football players up here that don't just play for the Beavers. Yeah, definitely. I, I emailed them tons of times just trying to show my film, just trying to make sure they knew that I was out there, seeing, uh, see if they could see the put some eyes on me just so they know. Because it was a dream school of mine. You know, yeah. Growing up, you know, it's kind of hard through the recruiting process to show that because you didn't want – I didn't – you know, I, I kind of – Kept a level head and made sure everybody knew that I was, you know, open to their to their to the going to their school. Mm. But kind of back in my head, I knew that USC was always a dream school of mine. Uh, and it's a lot of people say dream school, but like it was kind of a place that I grew up. Like I told my parents, like this is where I love to go to school. Okay. Uh, so when I when it kind of had that presented the opportunity, you know, I, I had to. So what year was that? When did you first email them? I probably started emailing coaches after my freshman year of high school. Uh-huh. I never had any clips after that, before that. Uh, uh-huh. After freshman year of high school, started throwing out my film, but I knew my film wasn't up to any standard that it needed to be. So I, you know, after going out of my freshman year, I didn't get an offer or anything. So okay. I understood the work ethic I needed to build, and it kind of helped me just continue the process of the grind. Kind of uh-huh. uh, started to kind of use that to and kind of some determination to go and keep going and striving for something better and just kept emailing you know no matter what my highlights looked like I yeah. knew like I was gonna you know one school was gonna like it at least you know and just keep on working once I get one school hopefully I can get two but you know one school was enough for me and just uh, as I kept going you know USC came around the corner and well if you if you could guess how many times do you think you might have emailed USC and when did they actually reply to you for the first time uh Going in my junior because uh, going into my sophomore, I was starting to get offers, and okay. then uh, going into my junior, that's when I ended up getting the offer right during football. Uh, I think it was late, late, late fall of my my juniors when they offered me. Okay, uh, so the beginning of that fall was when they kind of answered. I probably put in. A lot of emails. I don't even know, to be honest. Like, like, are we talking 10, 20, plus, 50? Plus, yeah. Probably, <laughs> plus. 50, probably 50, yeah. 50 emails. Probably at least. Really? Yeah, I was, hey, when you got, if you want something that bad, you got yeah. to do something to get to get what, what you want. So What would, okay, outside of video, what would the, the email, did you write anything? It's a little bit like, please take a look at my highlights and stuff. Because when you, when you start, you know, 
sending your film out yeah. and you want to grab an attention if a, if a coach just sees it one time he might forget about it sure but if he sees a kid that's willing to and he might not even open it but he see the email yeah and then he sees the name and it continues to pop up and continues to keep going uh they're gonna be kind of interested in what does this kid need and what does the kid want so yeah. when, when a kid really tries to put his name out there the coaches understand that okay what happens if I take three minutes out of my day to look at this film real quick? And I have a longer film, but if he's going to look at that three minutes, mm-hmm. then, you know, turns it to watching the whole thing, showing it to the D coordinator, showing it to the to head coach, and, and, right. and so on. So. Yeah, who did you email? Do you remember? The whole no. The whole guy? <laughs> from, 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 yeah, yeah, from Coach Clancy to Coach Nansen to uh-huh. the recruiting coordinators and, right. and, and whatnot, and just kind of just kind of send it out there, so. So even after you had gotten offers from other schools and you were a viable recruit, you were still emailing USC. You didn't have like too much pride about like, well, if they don't want me, then forget them. Uh, well, it, to be honest, it was kind of just how it is for like all schools that I was trying to get my name out to. Uh-huh. Uh, USC in particular was a school that I just wanted like yeah. to see if I had the opportunity. Like the opportunity is just all I needed. Sure. Give me an opportunity, I'll take it. You know. Yeah. Uh, but that's how this how it was this how it happened for my first offer. Yeah. Uh, and that being Utah, I had to do the same thing. And yeah. Before they even they didn't, they didn't respond, they didn't respond. Finally, took you just needed one look, set of eyes, and once they seen that, it was kind of it was kind of over after that. So. Uh, it took some time though. That's just it's definitely that's how it is for all the schools. But then once I once I got to that level, once I got to USC, I, I think I kind of slowed down after that. I didn't really yeah. I, I didn't really start emailing too many coaches after that because start coaches the schools just started coming after that. So uh, I kind of just I started to get away from the the emails, and yeah, the social media. They're recruiting to, you. You didn't have to yeah, recruit them. Yeah, in. yeah. I try to kind of. Narrow down and still stay focused on, you know, I was still, still a high schooler. I was still a teenager and trying mm-hmm. to do my thing and, and school and academics. And so I was just trying to do my part. So I know that there were teams out there that wanted you at running back, right? And I liked you at linebacker. Like, mm-hmm. they liked you at different spots. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously you played safety. Were there any other positions that people were recruiting you for or telling you that you could play? <sighs> I say telling me that I could play yeah. is a different story than okay. what I probably would have played. Yeah, I probably yeah. would have played safety wherever I went. I think that's kind of the role that I fit on, the, on, on our team. I think, okay. and I think that's the role I would have fit on any other team. But I had positions from running back, quarterback, receiver, really? safety, linebacker. I don't think I played. I would have played corner. I think that you know, yeah. I was a little little too heavy for that spot. Unless okay. I wanted to lose some weight, but uh, uh, overall, those kind of those those positions were kind of the ones that kind of stuck out. Yeah. So. But you don't think you could have played running back or linebacker if you would have committed to that? Uh, I think I was so focused on playing safety. You think you'd be better? I think I would be best at safety. I love. I actually play pretty decent at quarterback as a dual threat. Okay. Some schools actually like love that and kind of was considering that. Uh, receiver was something I still love. Like yeah. I love Fun. just hands on the ball, you know, getting the hands on the ball and be able to get in the end zone. It's a little different than being safety and trying to tackle. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still a physical side to that when you have to block and stuff, so it's it's fun. But uh, I think just overall, I think I would have just best fit at safety. But uh, you know, coaches recruited me at all different types of positions. So now you're what about six one two fifteen two twenty almost two, okay. Yeah, so so yeah, you got a little bigger. Yeah, yeah I can tell mm-hmm. you a little thicker. Yeah. Uh, but I wonder, was your drive to play safety was that influenced by your idol? I think you told me that mm-hmm. Troy Polamalu. Yeah, uh, playing safety was just kind of something I, I figured I was best at, and you know, I love because coming from high school, like starting in high school freshman to junior, year, I only played offense. Uh, I played defense. You'll see some defensive clips on my highlights and stuff in my my sophomore year, uh, but freshman and sophomore year, I only played offense really. And my like they 
maybe put me in 15 plays my whole defense, my whole sophomore year. And then my junior is when we, we started to play me a little bit more on defense and let me make some plays and huh. and kind of. I, but I had to split time because I couldn't. I was. I was. I'll be honest. I wasn't in really good condition to be able to play both ways. Uh-huh. Uh, playing offense, I was able to score, and then man, defense has to go out there because I was a little tired, a little winded. Right. Uh, so I'd come out, try to take a break, and then if they scored, then man, I had to go back out on offense and try to catch back yeah. up. Uh, but then junior, my going after the junior year, we kind of decided my senior year I'm gonna play specifically defense, and that my break is gonna be offense. So then we can make sure they don't score, and then whatever we had to do on offense, I'll come in and try to try to score with a one touch. Or something. So you're kind of new to what you're doing. Oh, and I'll be completely honest. Coming into freshman year uh, of college, playing yeah. playing safety and play defense, it was pretty new. Like I had no real experience and no real training. Like I trained with some players just here and there, uh, but coming out of high school, we my position was a linebacker. It was a rover. Yeah. So all I had to do was just get the ball. Right. So wherever the ball went, we- that's where I went. So like, so kind of. Just adjusting to the whole playing man, understanding concepts, route running, just learning those different things to see uh-huh. was very new to me. Uh, but I understand just I understand like lanes pretty well of just coming down to getting the ball, but mm. understand more route combinations, that stuff that was brand new playing man coverage and just kind of understanding the, the game a little more. So for me, I was just trying to build my IQ of the game, understand a little different things, and so I, I, that's kind of something new for me, and I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So. Well, then, so being a kid that played all over the field uh, and a lot of offense early in high school, what then? What then made you believe that I should be a safety? That if you know, in college football, that is where I think I'll be best. Uh, probably just learning from my dad. Uh, my brother played defense in college, so I was kind of just loved the whole nature of that just kind of I'm all it was also kind of my mom too my mom loved that I can give the hit instead of taking the hit okay so kind of giving the hit was something I kind of just lean towards and uh-huh. you know I'm, and I want to say I'm a like, everybody loves to be physical I'm a physical guy when it comes to the field but I, I love to be a like soft-spoken guy off the field you know I'm, I'm not here to be mean or anything yeah, yeah. but when you got to get on the field you got to flip a switch and so it's a little bit easier to flip a switch when you're on defense than to do on offense because defense you can just be nasty yeah and so when you get on the field you can do whatever you want and, <laughs> and so going on on defense and just trying to hit people is it's fun and trying to I just love just the fact that just showing your your elusiveness your speed and yeah. You're closing the gap on some players. It's, it's different than uh, offense. You know, you're trying to get to the end zone every single play, but defense, you're trying to stop them. I think it's a little bit more of a, it's a little harder to do. So I think yeah. it's fun. It's fun for us. It's, it's competitive and it, it drives me to do my best. Well, it takes a, a different temperament and a will. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know a lot of players that were really talented that maybe came into college and could have played either way, and they tend to prefer offense, mm-hmm. generally speaking. Not yeah. all of them, but a lot yeah. of them, because it's more exciting to have the ball. Yeah. But it sounds like you get the rush by stopping them and yeah. taking the ball away from them. Well, I think it's fun. I learned a lot of things just from playing defense. You know, I from playing defense and have playing offense, uh-huh. it, it definitely opens and it's a little bit easier to read things because I exact I know exactly what he's trying to do. Yeah, and because if I was on the offensive ball, offensive side, sorry, I would know how to set up a guy. Okay, you're, you're trying to set up a guy to 
make them think you're going one way, but you're really going the other. So it, it, I understand what they're thinking. So it's a little bit easier to play defense because you're trying to you're just playing that game, that little the little chess mm-hmm. match between the two of you. And it's kind of that same with the quarterback. So all right, well then do me a favor here. You're playing safety. I want you to give me like a key, a general one that you could read from the quarterback. Where like if they there's a tell, you know, that they do something, and therefore you know like what that play is about or what they're trying to do. Like what's something that you look for? Uh, pre snap or yeah, pre snap, pre snap. Yeah, you're, you're uh, lined before, up before and you're line. looking at the quarterback. Uh, just eyes. You know, sometimes quarterbacks will just give it right to you. You know, they're gonna check. They're gonna check the whole. They're gonna scan the whole field, obviously. But sometimes they'll only scan if if you really want to know. You can really just look. He'll scan the only the right side of the field, and he'll understand that you can. You're probably looking at a quarterback that's uh-huh. only probably going right, or he's <laughs> trying to see. He's trying, or he'll just pick. It'll be a run play. He could he could do a run play, but he's really just reading the right side to understand uh-huh. what what he's looking for when he wants to come back to it. Hmm. So. Uh, just quarterbacks' eyes, you know. Sometimes if you wash their hands, it's little, this little keys. You can see what they're if they're they're getting if they're getting ready to wanting to go for the ball for a snap. For they're getting ready to pass, you know, they might grab their the towel here and there. So it's just little things, but you just you really try to read all of it because you got a lot of things on the field. You can't always just read the quarterback's yeah, eyes every single right. play. You got to read your guy, read the lineman, can the running back, the QB keys, and just little stuff like that. But uh. Overall, it's fun. It's just, it's a chess game. So, and I think I mean, will you be making the calls in the defensive backfield this year? Uh, it's all around. I okay, think it's a community. It's a community. Uh, our coach just loves communication, so it has to be from all three levels. Uh, defense, not defensive line, not so much. But sure. they, but they'll still give us calls that we need to use off them. And, uh-huh. But linebackers have calls. We're trying to simplify it to make it easier. Yeah, you know the, the linebackers are kind of the, the heart and core of our defense, and they kind of you know they got to you know that's how a lot of a lot of defenses are. They got to make the calls, and when they make calls. Everybody has to start talking. And once mm-hmm. we're all on the same page, it makes everything run smooth. So much has been made about simplifying the defense. Mm-hmm. What does that actually mean? Like, what would you say is markedly different right now than it was a year ago? Two things: less plays and less responsibility. Oh. So when you when you put those two things and you kind of limit those down to uh, simplifying that, it mm-hmm. makes things a lot easier. You know, if I had two responsibilities on one play, but you simplified it just to one and made another person it's we switched them in a different position to now they only had one also and so it kind of just everybody limits their responsibilities it makes things a little bit easier uh and then just kind of understanding the plays if you can if we have if we're perfect on 10 plays instead of having 20 plays that we're not so good at yeah you know it makes things a little bit easier so uh, i'm excited to work with coach clancy and what he has to do and everything so it's it's fun so i can't complain i just love being here so <laughs> do you a year. I mean, you. Everything was new for you a year ago mm-hmm. uh, on defense. So you don't really have maybe the frame of reference as other people would. But did it seem complicated, just for even for for the whole group, not just you as a freshman? Did it seem like a lot? Oh, uh, well, in my in my eyes, for me personally, because yeah. I, I don't know if I can answer. I can't. I don't think I can I answer that for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But what's uh, your feeling for you know like for you remember the defense? You were mm-hmm. you became a full time starter. Did it seem like it was a lot at times? Uh, no, I think it just depends how much you want to put in. You know, I think our I think our coaches did a great job last year. I think it was how much the kid is willing to put in. Because mm. I, I can't. So even, it might have been a lot for the players, but because the onus was on them mm-hmm. for not. Yeah. Being like I don't think it's on the coaches at all. Like, and that's and that's my personal opinion. Sure. I think Based on how the how a kid goes in and puts the time in, it mm. depends if he wants to put the time in to watch film. Yeah. Understand the playbook. Things are gonna come easy on the field. Yeah. Because for me. Coming in the spring, didn't know anything. Should have 
probably worked a little okay in, in all, all honesty I should have worked harder should have kept my head in the playbook a little bit more because then I'd have understood it a little bit more I didn't I waited till fall camp until mm. I started to actually started to learn it and then came came the season once I had got put in I had to even learn it even more because now I'm really playing I'm starting and yeah had a had a little thing on my had a little burn on my back that I had to start uh running with yeah and so when I started putting the time in and and spend time with coaches, going over film, everything. Things came a lot easier, and it's just like if the kid is willing to put the time in and yeah. to doing that, things will it becomes easier. So I would never put that on a coach that is too complicated because if you you just got it's like it's like schoolwork. It's like you can make it complicated if you want to. Yeah. But if you put the time in, things come easy. So I'm surprised to hear that you had a really good spring when you got here. But it, yeah. it sounds like I think Clancy intimated that you were you were kind of doing whatever you wanted, and yeah. you were just doing, you were making a lot of plays. Yeah. I remember that you made a lot of big plays, but it wasn't mm. so much that you knew where to be. Yeah, no, you I was just, just happened to get there. Yeah, sometimes I'll, I'll be honest. Sometimes I'm lucky, right place, right time. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> just learning, just you had to keep learning from that, and mm. that's kind of the whole goal is to not be back in that position. Because yeah. if I, you know, being lost on the field is something you don't want to be. Because uh, I had asked a lot of questions, you know, when I was on the field with Isaiah, you know, I had to ask him a lot of questions. Uh, on the field with Marvell, I asked him a lot of questions. But once I started to get comfortable, yeah, you know, and then after fall camp came and then during the season I started to feel more comfortable as I continue, you know, you don't have to ask as many questions. I asked a lot of questions, and, that, and that's good. That's a good thing. So uh, for me, I was just trying to make sure I'm doing my job and make sure I'm doing everything right. So. Now knowing where you maybe might have went wrong last summer and didn't put in that time, have you have you talked to players, uh, you know, younger players particularly about, hey, don't throw away this summer. You can't just take a break from yeah. spring ball to training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially the the guys that came in early. Uh, yeah, I think they're doing a great job. Uh, and, and you know, having Bam and Max come in. And yeah. Trying to learn the defense as in the back end, you know they really understand what's going on, and they they just they want to they they're eager, you know they want to be out on the field, and that's how mm-hmm. every kid should be, you know. And I love their mentality, and that's how like any newcomers even came in, you know they're not they're not waiting for anything to happen. They're coming out here, you know. Nobody wants to go out in red shirt, you know. Yeah. Everybody wants to be on the field and play. So if you have all all hundred guys trying to do that, you know things can things can only go up. So. I'm curious, when you got into training camp and you saw that you were lower on the depth chart, even mm-hmm. after having a really good spring, uh, there were some returning guys that were ahead of you, mm-hmm. naturally. Were you thinking you might redshirt? How did you expect things to go last year? Uh, to be honest, I, I, it didn't really matter for me, wherever I, whatever happened. I, my whole goal was to get on the field no matter what it was, whether it was special teams or not. Yeah. Were playing or not, I was gonna. I was determined just to get on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was just excited to do my role for the team. And if it was right shooting at the end of the day, man, I better be a hell of a scout player. You know, I got to be on the field and just help the team for whatever they got to do. Yeah, you know, you really yeah. felt that in your heart. Yeah, no, and okay. that's because not everybody you know will really. And that's not how. That's, want that. And that's not just how I think. That's how my 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 parents raised me like mm. that. You know, my brother really and my dad really ingrained that in me. No matter what, you got to mm. be a team player. Like, yeah. Because when you start doing your part on the team, things come around. And so I was just trying to do my best to just help the team wherever that was. And I kind of I kind of knew just talking to the coaches, I wasn't gonna register because I was gonna play special teams all right. all season. We knew that. Yeah. So I was gonna. So no matter what, I wasn't registering. I was probably gonna play special teams the whole all twelve games. Yeah. So I was just. 
I was excited for that. So no matter what, even if it was what four times, you know, four mm-hmm. different, you know, kick off, kick return, punt, punt return. If I was yeah. on those, you know, I was like, I was excited. So I was like, yeah, and, uh, like that's how it was the very first game against UNLV. I didn't play. I only played like three downs, right? Of actual defense. Yeah, so I was over here on special teams the whole game. So you were ready to do that. If that would have been your and, year, yeah, and, I, and that would have been my year. You know, if I and, and a lot of people say that's a waste of a year, you know, just playing special teams. But for me, it's a learning opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know, for me to go out there and compete against guys that and it's in a real true game it's not practice you know mm-hmm. you try to practice as if you're playing but sometimes when you go in a game it's a little bit amped up a little bit even more yeah and so you just try to do your best in practice to practice as if you're playing but you know kind of getting that experience and those those mental reps of, of being able to play it's just it's, it definitely helps and then once I started playing it yeah it kind of just kind of fell into place so speaking of practicing the way you play <laughs> Can we talk about what happened in spring and, and the you know the play in which you got injured on? Mm-hmm. Give me your vantage point on what happened there. Uh, just a fluke, you know. I think you can't really stop it. I, the way the way I came down, uh, just guarding a guy. You know, I was no contact for the spring, right? And that was a no contact period. We were just running. Uh, they were just running routes, and the yeah. defensive line was just kind of getting their gaps. So it wasn't it wasn't it was a no contact period. Yeah, uh, I was just running guarding receiver and just came down. We both tripped, and came down wrong. Right. Well, I wouldn't even say wrong because I probably landed like that a hundred times, and, and just 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 happened to. I think it was still weak from the the previous uh, injury. Mm-hmm. So coming back, just it just happened, and just be able to land on it again to break it was just kind of something that can't really stop. But I'm. Full head, you just gotta keep keep your head straight and keep going. So, yeah, yeah. So I, I remember it was actually sandwiched in between a scrimmage, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. So it was a full contact, and then they would bring you yep. and Isaiah in, yep. and, and they would go nine, and then they would take you out, and they would go back to full. Mm-hmm. And so I wondered naturally if you know you guys are you know you guys are both very competitive, and you're trying to match that intensity. It's a little yeah. bit mm-hmm. weird to go in there and then like okay, let's kick a break. Yeah. So um, I know I know the way you play, right? Yeah, you're not gonna just go in there and be like, boom. Yeah, yeah, you, you're gonna really try to. Yeah, yeah. No, he was. You know, after him running his route, you know, I, was, you know, I don't want to. You're trying to make a. I think yeah. you're trying to. Well, you're making a play on the ball. It, yeah, yeah, I was trying to catch up. Uh, he kind of just he was running a corner route, and then I try to just kind of drive on that top hit. And just yeah. try to make sure I cause broke I think, it up. Not just to break it up. I felt the ball was going a little farther, so I was actually thinking I could run past him. Okay. And so, you know, obviously I just kind of got, got a little contact with him. Yeah. And then when I was trying to pass him, uh, my feet just got caught with his feet. And yeah. We both just tripped. Yeah. So, so you it was, landed weird. Cause just it was landed weird. Bottom, your lower body with Yeah, no, I just once I once I clipped it, I just couldn't I I just missed my whole next step. And yeah. that's when I just landed straight and I didn't everything happened so fast I didn't have time to put my hands out. So mm. I had no no way to brace myself, but uh, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. God gave me another day. I'm living. I'm yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to be here. So, so you, yeah, you weren't you weren't too discouraged by all that. No, nah, no. Nah. That is a lot for you to deal with. It's two collarbones mm-hmm. within about half a year. Yeah, no. Nah, uh, for me, you know, I'm very faith based, and you know, I, I love love what I do. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here, and no matter what, you know, you can't stop this smile and being able to be <laughs> out here and be on the field. And, you know, just to be around the guys, even if I didn't wasn't playing. You know, if I had to if I had to sit out a year and be able to be around the guys, it's just a great opportunity. Mm-hmm. You can, it can't get much better than this. So to be back and just to be healthy right now and just to be honestly to be breathing. You know, just like that's the you mm-hmm. got to enjoy life no matter what. And you know, sometimes you get caught up in so much of looking forward that you get you get so lost in what's happening right now. So right now, I'm just trying to enjoy the moment and enjoy everything that's going. 
going on and just glad that I, you know, I can move my arm still. You know, I think that's the biggest thing. You know, some guys can get discouraged of having this long scar that goes across their collarbone. Yeah. You know, it's, it's tough. You know, it's tough to move around. And uh, for me, I'm just trying to keep my head head on straight and just keep doing what I do. So. Everybody wants me to ask, is the shoulder like 100% now or is it approaching that? Where are you at? Uh, so I got cleared, actually. So I'm, I'm clearing everything. Like to fully cleared? Fully, fully cleared. I've been, like, like if you had a game this weekend, yeah. you'd, you'd they, be out there. and. Uh, yeah, because yeah. the coaches let me go out. The trainers let me go out. And it's okay. just all up onto me and how I feel. You know, if there's days that, you know, I just don't feel it. You know, there's, there's some times where I just still feel just a little tenderness and a little... Little bit, you sure. know, it's not there yet, and they, they yeah. knew that they wanted to clear me ahead of time to feel, yeah, feel what it's like to do all the workouts, you know, feel that rush. And then, so when I come, when it comes to contact, I'm not just thrown in the fire. So, yeah. okay. uh, August 1st comes around, I'll be ready to go. So, I'm yeah. excited, uh, just working out with the team and doing all the runs, and I love it. So, <laughs> you've been described as one of the happiest players, one of the friendliest players. <laughs> no, you have. I, I, I've had people, multiple people tell me that. Um, what do you feel like your role is on the team outside of just being the free safety? Uh, a competitor on the team, but a guy that I can just encourage. Because I think it's the biggest thing. If you encourage everybody to come together, you know, as one, you know, that's how you win games. You know, when you try to, when you're when you're all separated and, and individual, it's, it's not an individual sport. It's a team sport. So yeah. when, you, when you can bring guys together, that's the that's the whole goal, and that's that's the type of leader I'm trying to be. You know, I'm trying to trying to lead as an example, and if guys can follow and try to do the same thing and try to, you know, I'm just trying to be a guy that can bring people together. So. Uh, whatever that whatever that means on the field, whatever that takes, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I need to do. So, was that missing last year? Not necessarily from you, but in general, was that some was that was that missing at times? Uh, that connectivity be, between the players It can be. I think I think it could sometimes yeah. it could have been, but I yeah. think I think we're we're, we're, we're we got the ball rolling right now. I think, yeah, I think we're uh, everything's in our corner and where we want to be, uh, and we're working hard to maintain that. Yeah, and I think we're just trying to change the culture. Yeah, it's the biggest thing is we're trying to change the culture and having that that new strength staff is somebody is something something that is is, is shocking because they come in and they just full head of steam and, they, and they're bringing it and <laughs> they're you know they ask us for two things uh, to commit and to compete uh-huh. and if you do those two things you know. Phew, lights out you know uh-huh. so and that brings a lot of the guys together and that's something that w- w- was missing last year and i think when we bring it together now is it's something gonna be ready once once fall camp hits we're excited, we're excited to get things going when you say missing do you mean like in the weight room or you mean just in general just in general okay the culture I yeah think. when you uh it start but it started in the weight room that's what, what double, would, yeah what double a it's wanted. a lot of downtime where you're not playing football mm-hmm. but, but you're working when, yeah when double a came in he, he wanted two things come in to compete and so when, that, when we started doing that thing that you know okay if we do this in the weight room because that's where it starts that's where we spend i want to say right now for for all this time right now that's 90 percent of what we do right now right is, is work out yeah <laughs> Sorry, I, I owe ten push-ups for that because that's supposed to be strength training. Sorry, you okay work out? Yeah, if I say that word, uh, I owe uh, ten push-ups. So okay. I'll, I'll get mine in after okay. this. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I won't tell. But anyway, yeah, no, I probably said it a couple more times. I just didn't catch myself until now. So I don't think but, so. Yeah, but so sure strength train, strength training. Yeah, uh-huh. so double A will hear this. And yeah, <laughs> and make me do my ten. Yeah, but that's what you guys are doing. You said ninety percent of the time. Ninety percent time we do is train, and mm-hmm. so and then the other ten percent is either meetings we don't have a lot of meeting time just based off the rules and stuff yeah uh but meetings or prps so sure. you're doing those little things but that's not you don't get to do those every single day yeah you come in and you you train every single day almost so yeah uh we're, we're excited uh, but bringing that all together is, is something that's 
it's gonna it's gonna be great. So, what do you feel like uh, has changed the most with because of Double A? I keep hearing great things about him. I'm not in there. I'm just wondering what what would you say twelve months ago to now is just you know very different from ha- not having him to having him. Uh, Temple, I'll say the Temple or the the training. Uh, we have a pyramid, you know. We have a platform and what we want to do. Uh, it kind of is all built to for levels of success. Uh, and trying to do our best in what, in what we do. Uh, so it all starts and we're, we're starting with, you know, legs. And when we move that, we kind of just can build it up from there. And I think that's something we didn't do a lot last year. And we're trying to change that uh, to just be more powerful and explosive. So when we start doing those things, uh, it makes the game a little bit better and a little funner. For That's even a word. But for us, yeah. People <laughs> it, use it. Yeah, it's, it, it's going to be fun for us. So. Okay, so why why can't we use the word workout? I should have asked you that earlier. Uh, you, you know, it's kind of a laziness term. I think he is what Double A kind of thinks of it. You know, when we think of strength training, we're, we're here to, you know, we're coming in for a reason. You know, we have one goal in mind is to get better, and uh, we're training to for something great. And I think if we come and work out, we kind of just we're on the low, and it's we don't have to. It's kind of a what if you know what, what you know so for us to come in and you know train we, we, we try to do our best so. yeah now you did use the word again right now yeah, but but you I'll were defining it i'll get them in don't you know, you, you were defining it I'm, i got your back on that one <laughs> maybe you owe 10 but you don't know 20 because yeah. you were giving me the definition i'll still get mine in, don't <laughs> okay. worry you're gonna give it anyway all right i'll all get right. them in i had to get it for the definition i, I feel guilty like i feel yeah. like i owe 10 because i baited you into it let's talk about this season and what do you look forward to? Because it's very new. There, there's, I mean, I feel like everything's new, even though like you've been here a year. But I imagine a lot of things mm-hmm. probably feel like it's like a, a reset and a restart. Mm-hmm. Uh, even who you're going to be playing next to, and and a lot of people that you're going to be playing with. A lot of you, mm-hmm. uh, you have a little bit more experience. But a lot of players, like even like EA, he only started a couple games, mm-hmm. uh, and and. Uh, down the line on the defense, there are a lot of guys that have to be replaced that mm-hmm. are going to be competing for playing time. So what are you looking forward to at this season? Uh, looking forward to a team that kind of, you know, I think we are a little lost last year, I think, trying to understand. Like that, like I said, when a, when a coach starts to simplify things, it, it makes things a lot easier. I'm excited for guys to just play fast because, you know, going through the spring and already just seeing that little thing before I got injured, uh, just seeing the, the, little, the little things kind of, start to play and mm-hmm. little things start to to grow I, I watched some guys run around full speed it was just it was it was super fun and so kind of watching that tempo kind of up and trying to kind of up the ante a little yeah. bit more you know excited to see what what we're what our potential is uh for us to go out there and try to win games i think that's you know that's what we're trying to do but i think right now we're trying to just go out there and win games and do you know i think that's something that we we look forward to uh, as a team and, and trying to take one game at a time. You can't you can't look to the to the end result. Right. Like I said, you got to live in the moment and try to do what you can now to hopefully in the end that's what will happen. So. Has there been a, an anxiety almost or an eagerness to flush twenty eighteen away? Oh, we got to we got to flush it. You got to learn from it. You yeah. got to flush it. Uh, taking into account the the mistakes that you made, understand we can't make those mistakes twice. Uh, you got to be able to be coachable and learn from those because uh, you don't want to just make the same mistake twice. Uh, and I, I had a big teaching point last year in the Texas game, just kind of doing exactly what the coach didn't want me to do. What, make, it, what making, happened? Making a mistake uh, during a punt, punt return. Uh, went to block block a punt, missed, hit the kicker, 
flag, 15-yard mm -hmm. penalty, they mm -hmm. get the ball first down still. So just learning those little mistakes when you're not supposed to take an when I could have limited my steps and when I took two extra steps, it kind of throws everything off, you know. So just doing exactly what the coach wants, you can't, you can't make those mistakes twice. And uh, just learning from that and trying to move forward from there, uh, it's, it's been great, it's been fun. Uh, and that's something that we don't want to have happen next year. So just doing what the coaches are asking, I think that's exactly what we need to do. And when we do that, things are going to be a little bit better. <laughs> it looks like it will be you and Isaiah Polamau to begin the year mm -hmm. back at Skate uh, What is your relationship with him like? Uh, my relationship with him is great. Uh, you know, I really look up to him. And, uh, you know, come in, coming in as a, as a freshman, I really – you know, there's a lot of safeties ahead of me, and when he was in there, he was one dude that took me under his wing and helped me learn the defenses as much as I could at the time. You know, I, yeah. like I said, I should have put a little bit more work into it, but he was one guy that I was love to be on the field with because he, he makes things fun and easy. Uh, we just love to disguise things and love to play with. It, you know, it's, it's us two versus the QB. That's what we like to call it. You know, just we want to just bait him to think what we're doing, but sometimes we might be in the same thing that he sees. Uh, yeah, just kind of messing around. But you know, off the field, there's even a better relationship. You know, we can be on the field and play all the time you want. But when, you, when you're off the field and you still have a connection that's fun, you know, I think that's how it is with all the polys on the team. Yeah. Uh, we're all just kind of that, that family culture. And when you put things together, we'll go eat, have barbecues and stuff. Uh, it's just fun things like that, you know. So kind of just keeps us together and, how, you know, builds a relationship off the field because uh, that's the most important thing. We're You know, we're here. We're football players now. But, you know, in the end, when football's all over, you still want to maintain that relationship and that connection. So, Have you had a chance to meet his uncle? Uh, I'm not, not yet. You know, I really would love to have that, you know, if he comes out here, you know. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I know he's busy. You know, I, <laughs> I know he, under, I understand that he, he has a lot of things on his plate. Sure. And, you know, he has a, and he has a nephew that he can see first, you know. Yeah, so yeah, they're, they're, You know, I'm not in no rush, but, you know, that's a, it's a guy that played the game well. Yeah, he did all right. Fantastic, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic player. And just learning from him and just his character of the game. And, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I truly enjoy it, you know, so just trying to study all the guys I can and for, for me to meet him one day would be, would be would be great. So who do you study when you're watching tape uh, when, when you're watching other state games? Who do you look at? Uh, just a lot of different dudes like Harrison Smith, uh, Vikings. I like uh -huh. to watch him. I like to watch some whole tape from Coach Clancy uh, with Adrian Wilson. OK, uh, so he was a big, big, tall safety at range and. Uh, no fear. That's the biggest thing with these guys. Is you know they play against smart, but they have no fear, uh, and that's is, is unique because it's tough to find guys that can go out there and just make things look that way. You know, so uh, for me to just study those kind of guys and Darian Woodson and just trying to just trying to really trying to understand the game. And when I when I study those guys, study Troy. You know, it's fun. It's fun. You just because you pick up a lot of different things from a lot of different guys. And then you kind of try to mold it into your own game. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you love having the comparisons to people. But at the same time, you want to see if you can make your own game out of it. And trying to take things and steal things. Because that's what it, what it is nowadays. Yeah. You, you can't have your own game because you, you're taking it from so many different people anyways. Yeah. So, There's a lot of football before you. Yeah. It's you're tough, not going to be totally unique. Yeah. So when you try to – I just try to take different things from yeah. different players. Pretty much you want to take their – sometimes you want to take their weakest thing and, and learn from it. Uh -huh. And then take their best thing and just build on it. Yeah. Uh, for me, just to – uh, try to take those little things it, it's fun it, it just makes the game better it, it, it kind of you know when you're not on the field it's uh -huh. something that keeps you going and keeps you motivated to play so what's something that you've taken from Troy or that you want to take from Troy uh, his quickness is uh, kind of his how he closed the gap 
Okay. His closing speed is just something that's incredible. Yeah. You know, when once he sees it, he sees it. You know. Yeah. And sometimes he already seen it before you think you, he sees <laughs> it. You know, he's he's really he'll stay in a spot just to mess around with guys. Uh -huh. uh, you know, coming off blitzes and stuff, he'll he'll just make sure. You know, it's, it's crazy to see a player that can start on one side of the field and really be playing cover two on the other side, because that's a whole <laughs> lot of space that you got to cover. Right. But when you start on one side of the field and be able to get to a spot like that, yeah, you know, it's kind of it's impressive. So yeah, uh, just learning from those guys. You know, I really enjoy it. And it's fun, like I said. We have a few questions from our readers mm -hmm. that I want to present to you. Uh, so I'm going to read off a couple of those. Um, what is the, the player, name a player in the secondary that you've seen the biggest growth from? Uh, in, our, in our secondary? Yeah. Okay. Uh, biggest growth from? Yeah. Uh, probably since, since I've been here or since, uh, yeah, I mean, since, like, since I've seen just recently? It could be either. Uh, I'll probably say right now so far that I've seen recently uh -huh. uh, would probably be Brent Allen and Max. I th I really love those two, how they, okay. just how they come along for for kids to come in like spring. I, and it was tough for Max because he had the uh, the knee the knee issue. So sure. for him to try to run on a brace is a little tough. But I really love how he studies the game because he understand he's so patient as a as a nickel and understands the coverage really well. But as Brent, he he understands gap responsibilities really well. Uh, but really, to be honest, besides those new incoming uh -huh. freshmen, I love our whole secondary. You know, I think they're we're trying to be closer as a unit and kind of coming together and work together. Because, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I can't just specifically target one person. That's but, fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really love our guys, and I think they can come out. And I think we're all just, you know, I really hope that we all grow together. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. If you you can't just have one dude have the biggest growth and leave the other guys behind. Cause I yeah, think yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's not what we're here. Like I said, it was a team sport. So if we can bring them all together to, to work together, it's going to be fun. Very diplomatic of you. <laughs> um, so I know that they, you know, they changed cornerbacks coach between from Bradford to Burns, even mm -hmm. though they do work with the defensive backfield at large. I know that you guys deal with Clancy a lot as well. But mm -hmm. people are still kind of curious about what is different between Bradford and Burns. How would you describe them and how what, what, what changed with uh, Burns? Well, each coach has a unique unique style, you know, and, and how they coach and how they, they get along as, uh, with the players and stuff. Uh, and I, I adjusted really well to both. You know, mm -hmm. I think coming in and being with Coach Bradford, it was, it was, it was definitely, it worked well, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but when Coach Burns came in, I think I had to just adjust and do the same thing over again. And, you know, it's working really well right now. I love both of them and how they coach. It's just different styles, you know. Different coaches uh, d teach different techniques. So just, it's different. You yeah. Know? And, and it's nothing, I can't, I can't mm. say anything bad about both of them because yeah. um, you don't have to. <laughs> you can't. You can't really because, right. to be honest, you learn so much from both, and you kind of try to like. At the same time, like I said, you already get coached when you get coached by one, uh, Coach Bradford. You try to take those techniques because you still think you're supposed to use those, and then Coach will come in and use different ones. But mm. if you can just try to make a twist out of it, yeah. Or but you just got to do whatever Coach is asking at the end of the day. You know? Right. You, you know, if you're not doing that, then you're not going to get on the field. So. Uh, for me to just do whatever the coaches want and understand where they need me to be. That, like I said, you just got to know your role and do your role and do your best at it. So. How do you feel like the room has responded to Burns? Oh, they love it. He's kind of fiery, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. He, he'll get on you no matter what. And, yeah. And and the cool thing about it is he's he's really he's genuine, but he cares so much that he doesn't want it just to be on the field. Uh -huh. It's a lot off the field, too. He's making sure your family's doing good and everything. And 
make sure you're on top of your schoolwork. He's trying to get us. He's trying to get us right in the classroom also. So okay. He's on top, making sure we're back. You know, he doesn't want anybody to be late to workouts because DBs are kind of. Oh, that's ten. That's another ten because I said it. Uh, he me. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, because that's how it is. Cause, I'm, I'm uh, gonna, you're gonna catch me. I'm gonna be yeah. like hundred after this, <laughs> this podcast. I feel terrible. <laughs> no, that's all good. <laughs> uh, and he came from Corvallis. You know, he mm-hmm. was working up in Corvallis. I don't know if you guys ever talked about that. Oh, yeah, no, no, no that's something we really kind of discussed. Cause, so, me coming out of Crescent Valley, yeah. right in Corvallis, yeah. uh, I've trained with a lot of the uh, the safeties in the corners over uh-huh. at OSU. Just because I was in high school still, I sure. make, and my brother was still, so my brother, when he was going to school there still, I just would used to, I used to live there, to be honest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Love the facilities, just going, hanging out with the guys and doing everything with them. So, when I learn, I learned from a lot of those guys over there. Mm. And it was cool because the coach, uh, Coach Burns, had, had like coached those kids. Yeah. So uh, when he when I first met him, he, he was able to tell me to go call up these certain dudes. Like, oh. call them up, ask them, you know, and they'll be real about it. Like, he's like, I don't care if they they tell you bad things or tell you good things. He's like, they're going to be honest with how I am. And, okay. and so I was able to, you know, get a sense of what he was like from from his previous uh, players. So yeah. that was something cool and unique that I, you know, I didn't think about before. Because before mm-hmm. I, I knew he was coming from there. I just didn't think about it. So I was like, but then once he told me, I could go call him up, you know. And I already had relationships with those guys. So it was pretty, it was pretty cool to see. So. You guys have a newer GA in Chris Hawkins, uh, <laughs> who I, I've known a long time, but yeah. uh, he played, you know, this defense. He knows it. Uh, he's working with you. What is that addition meant for you guys? Uh, what is it meant? Yeah, having having him on, on oh, board. It means a lot because he, he really understands the game. His, his IQ and understanding responsibilities and – uh, it's, it's crazy, you know. Like, it, like if I like just learning from him, he can really. He's just like Coach Burns in a sense. He really, you know, just you know, he's still getting the experience and stuff. And, yeah. But he knows a lot more than the players already because he he's been through it all all those years and just really understands techniques and placement and uh, it's just crazy and it's been it's been awesome because he really he really gets along with the guys really well. So. Okay, I, I know we got to wrap up here. I really do appreciate the time. I want to ask you one more question. If you can kind of describe to us what it's been like to play this offense, what is what is hard about it? What, what do you feel like we're going to see from the offense? And uh, my eyes and my hopes, you know, that's you know going into this season, a whole lot of scoring. <laughs> that's the goal, you know. We, sure. we want to run the score up. You know, we're, we're a team that wants to get the ball in the end zone every play. Uh, but it's, it, the speed of their tempo is insane. It, it, it definitely changed from last summer. You know, we, we ran no huddle last year too, but it was nothing near. Uh, we huddled some time. So, but going into this practice and this fall camp, I can tell that we're already about to get our reps up because the offense runs so many plays in such a little amount of time, which yeah. is going to be really fun to see. And it's going to help us with our conditioning, uh, <laughs> being able to understand and be able to play no matter what and how fast, how, even however fast a, a team wants to go. Uh, so for us, just trying to get everybody healthy so we can do that uh, is going to be really fun. So, but I guess stylistically, though, what does this offense do? Like, what do you feel like is the biggest strength of it? Like, how does it beat the defense? What uh, did you notice? Ball out quick. Uh, that's definitely tough as a okay. defender when when the ball comes out as quick as possible and. You know they're trying to move. They're trying to. They're not, they're not looking for the, the deep throw every time. You know uh-huh. they're trying to. They're just going to work the field and take their time and 
you know, you, you see Washington State do that. And, yeah. You know, that's a different version, but at the same time, you know, he's taking he's he, Coach Harold Graham is just doing his thing and yeah. he's gonna make he's gonna make it right. So uh, we're excited to see what he does and as a defense is we're 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 excited to go against it because that's gonna help us learn and uh, just help us do our best. So I can imagine in the back of your mind it is it, it probably comforting that mm-hmm. you can maybe expect a little bit more from the offense? Unfortunately, they, they had a down mm-hmm. year last year. Mm-hmm. But if if everything worked out the way it should offensively, I imagine it's a little bit easier to play defense if yeah, you're no not doubt. having to shut out the opponent. Yeah, we're, you know, at the same time, that's our goal. You sure. Know, we want to we wanna hold them to, you know, the goose egg and make sure they don't they don't get no points. And, uh but we're excited, you know, when we have an offense that can do some some crazy and magic, magical things uh, on their part, it's going to make the defense a little bit easier for us to run around and have some fun. Yeah. Uh, but at the end of the day, we're just trying to win games, and yeah. we're, we're all going to do our best and do our part to make sure that happens. So if the offense can do their thing, the defense got to do ours. So. It's going to make you believe that you'll win more games? Oh, yeah, no doubt. More than five? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah, because the offense, the offense last year, you know, that's not exactly what we wanted. Yeah. Uh, you know, they and I can't discount discredit them because they gave everything. You know, of course. That's their. You know, you can never take a kid's. You know, um, his passion for the game. You know, you watch the effort and and I seen it on the field. You know, guys weren't not trying. You know. Yeah. We we're trying our best to to do to get it, the jobs done. Uh, but hopefully, you know, I think we can just try to turn around the season and try to. We're not really looking to the past right now. Like we're trying to look, we're, we're trying to look right now to what we're doing right now. Yeah. Hopefully, in the end game, it'll, it'll work out. So. Uh oh. That was as work out as in like. Oh, it'll work out. It'll yeah. work out. Two not, not not as in a. Not tr- a not as in tr- yeah, not as in. Not tr- now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. We're good. <laughs> Talent. No, it's been fun. Yeah. No, yeah. It's been great. I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate it. We'll, we'll have to do this again. Yep. But uh, anyway, everyone, thank you for joining us. That was the Trojan Talk podcast with Talano. Hufunga. I have a feeling you'll be hearing from him again very soon. Thank you very much, and we'll catch you next time.